0: Well, I want to welcome everybody joining us right now for our new year's service. Maybe you're coming in from Colorado, another state, somewhere around the world. If you're one of our missionary partners, we are so glad to have you today as we open up 2023. Now we are doing things a little bit different today. We're doing a full online service. And really the heart behind that is for our volunteers. We know that so many of you guys have been serving faithfully week in and week out and even at our Christmas Eve services. And we wanted to take one Sunday just to take a deep breath as a church and really give many of you just a week off to enjoy family and rest and recreation so we can come back on January 8th, so ready to join in person. So that's really the heart behind everything. But at the same point, we did not wanna miss this opportunity together. We wanted to take this weekend to talk about all the incredible things God has been doing this last year at a church to celebrate the amazing things that have been happening in and through Northern Hills, and also to get excited about what's ahead, what we're praying for, what we're seeing. And so you are here at a great time, and I can't wait to share some of the things that have been going on and where we're headed. Let's jump right in together. You know, one thing I have loved about this last year is seeing all of the new people coming in. You know, we've had over 700 people come in through this church just in this last year, and I just love hearing all the stories behind all of that. There's one couple that comes to mind that I've just come to love, Tom and Jenny. They moved here from California. Don't hold that against them, okay? But they came here from California and they, I saw them just kind of walking around the lobby one day and I'm like, okay, I don't recognize them. So I just came, introduced myself. They said they were checking some churches out. Maybe this was their second or third time at Northern Hills. And we just kind of had a spontaneous moment. And I said, why don't you guys just come over for, for lunch one day and hang out with Nicole and I? We'd love to hear a little bit more of your story. And so that week we found Tom and Jenny sitting at our kitchen table, getting to hear about their entire story and their kids and their grandkids and what brought them to Colorado. And what was just really cool to me was after that lunch, I remember seeing Tom and Jenny at church that following Sunday, and then that next Monday, right after church, I see Tom in our building doing construction work, all plugged in, serving, using his gifts. Not only that, Jenny started diving in on the prayer team, the women's ministry, and this couple has become a pillar of our church. And I just love seeing people move from just checking the church out to being a full-fledged family member. And I know even many of you who are joining today, that's been even your story just in the last year. You've been checking Northern Hills out and you're seeing, man, I think this could be family. This is family. And that is just what we want for this church. And we know that there are so many more people out there that are looking for a dynamic community to be a part of. One of the ways we've really tried to make this family thing real is through our welcome parties. Now, if you've been around the church for any length of time, you've heard about this every single week. But you need to know this has become a heartbeat for our church. We've been using this line, church is not an event you attend. It is a family you belong to. And with these welcome parties, we kind of were talking about how a lot of times churches We ask you guys to come to boring meetings and events. Let's just be honest. We do that. So we said, let's have a party instead. Let's have free food. Let's get the kids taken care of. Let's have Thanksgiving type style tables and let's just have some fun. But really welcome parties are this attempt to really give this dynamic vision of what church really could be of doing life together living on mission together, using our gifts and passions together to make an impact. And our, our dream really has been to just give people a taste of what it really could be like to cultivate a community like that. And so we've seen every single welcome party totally fall in this last year. It's been amazing to see everybody coming in. And our dream is that we really could become a church that experiences that kind of family dynamic. And I wanna challenge some of you. If you have not been to a welcome party yet, our next one is on January 22nd. Even if you've been around for a while, jump in and catch some of the heart of what's going on because we want to see as many people as possible, not just attend events, but belong to a family. So church, it has been incredible to see the family that God is building here through all of the new people, the people who've been faithful for years. This is just such a special community. And actually, there's been some other new people that have been really cool to see come on too. Some of our new staff. Some of you know Solon, our worship pastor. You see him every week leading worship. He just jumped on this year, and it was just such a cool story to see how he ended up here at our church Not only that, Michael then jumped in soon after that, our new facilities director. You'll sometimes see him jamming on the drums on the weekend, but he's just been such an awesome addition to the team. Not only that, God answered a massive prayer for Hills Academy, our new school, when he brought Toby Monroe to our church to head up that effort. Not only that, some of you may not know that I even joined the church staff in this last year in January. And I want you to know that This year has been one of the best years Nicole and I have ever had in life in ministry. It has been such a blessing to be a part of this community. We are having a blast. We love the people here, we love the staff, and we are just so grateful to be a part of what God is doing here. And we know that this is just the beginning of everything God is doing. One of my favorite things is to see people take steps in their faith in their walk with Jesus. And one of my favorite things to see is people take the step of baptism. You know, most churches measure this thing called a baptism rate. It's kind of a function of attendance and how many baptisms happen. And actually the average baptism rate for churches is 2%. Now Northern Hills this year, we have had a baptism rate of 16%. eight times the average. Not only that, this was a record-setting year for us in numbers of baptisms. You know, I know many of you, you are a story behind some of those numbers. You were in this top right behind me at some point during this year. Many of you, you were baptized at our baptism bash, and we are still celebrating with you with that massive step you've taken in your faith. And Northern Hills, this is just something to celebrate. This is a sign of good spiritual soil in our church. People are hearing from God. They're taking steps. They're seeing transformation in their lives. And our prayer is that we will see so many more people taking steps of faith, getting baptized, and seeing God transform their lives. Well, I am standing right now in one of our Northern Hills Kids spaces, Now, this is significant, everybody, because it was at the beginning of 2022 when Pastor John and I started sitting down and talking about how important it was for our church to be about the next generation and how we want to raise kids up in the faith to know Jesus and live out his power in this world. And when we started talking about the potential of this idea, we started asking questions like, what would it look like to not only invest in kids on Sundays, but all throughout the week? And then we started having this crazy conversation about what would it look like to even maybe launch a school out of our church. And I remember having a meeting with Pastor John and him kind of thinking out loud, he's like, Brian, maybe we could get $50,000 going just to get the initial process going. I know it's, it's hard to know, you know, where this would all go. But we decided to put this vision in front of our church just to see how you all respond. And I will say, you all responded. In four weeks, we saw our church show up and commit $226,000 to this vision. And you all were able to ignite this dream into a reality. And so all of this last year, we've been laying the groundwork to launch a full-fledged early Christian learning center. And so we've been looking for a director, hiring teachers getting the entire process started updating the outside the inside everything in place so we could launch this school and i am so excited to let you all know that this week we will be launching hills academy everybody that's right it is becoming a reality we will have kids in this very space that i'm standing in right now and I just want to thank so many of you that have sacrificed to make this dream a reality. You know, that scripture comes to mind in Proverbs 22, 6. It says, start children off on the way they should go, and even when they're old, they will not turn from it. We want to set these kids on a spiritual trajectory that will leave a legacy for generations to come. And we really believe Northern Hills is going to be a hub for raising up hundreds and even thousands of kids to be leaders in this world and to transform the culture from the inside out. Now there are so many things we could talk about that has happened in this last year, but I think it is just appropriate that we stop and pause and just thank God for everything he has done. You know, he has been faithful to this church for decades, He's been faithful to us in this last year, and I know he's gonna be faithful to us in the years ahead. So now I wanna start getting excited about what's in the future for Northern Hills. As we get ready to look at 2023, I'm curious how is your 2022? Do any events stick out in your mind? Do any people pop up when you reflect on the year? Maybe even just certain emotions surface. You know, I know even in our own church, for many people, 2022 was a year of new things and excitement. There were new babies, new marriages, new jobs, a lot of things to be excited about. And yet at the same time, I know there are many people in our church where 2022 was a challenge. I know people in our church who've lost family members, have lost jobs, have had to navigate one crisis to another. And there are just so, Many circumstances that fall outside of our control and sometimes we're just stuck trying to manage either blessings or chaos in our life now I'm wondering though when it comes to 2022 how was the year spiritually for you you know we are not always able to control every circumstance in our life but we have a lot more influence on our spiritual life than we often realize I actually got a gym membership this past year for the first time in five years. I hadn't been in a gym since I had kids and it was kind of an interesting experience because, you know, I didn't know what I was doing. And I gotta give a shout out to all my Planet Fitness friends out there who are joining me, trying to figure things out. But I really was lost in the whole thing. And yet I started committing myself just to a workout process. There was a program I was following. And the thing about, you know, working out physically is day by day, you really don't notice the progress. I mean, you check in the mirror after one workout and you don't notice anything. And yet by the end of this past year, when I started stepping on the scale and checking different things out, I was like, man, I'm actually starting to make some progress. I want you to make spiritual progress in this coming year. If we want to use workout language, I want you to have gains this year spiritually. There's actually a portion of scripture that is a prayer, and it's really been something that's been resonating with me in recent weeks, and it's actually become a prayer that I've had for our church and for all of you. And it's in Ephesians 3, starting in verse 16. Paul says this, I pray that out of his glorious riches he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being so that christ may dwell in your hearts through faith there is strength and power that god wants to give you jesus wants his very presence to dwell and emanate from your life and this is what's interesting to me paul doesn't say i'm praying for your circumstances to change He's saying, I'm praying that you would be changed. And this is my prayer for you and our church, that we would be completely transformed, that we would experience the supernatural strength and power of God, that Jesus himself would be dwelling inside of us in ways that we never even imagined. Now, it keeps going. Paul says, and I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, they have power, together with all the Lord's holy people, to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ, and to know this love that surpasses knowledge. Now, a little while back, we actually had a church work day, and we were pulling weeds and doing all this work outside, and there was a moment we were trying to pull up some bushes. And we realized pretty quickly that we are not gonna be able to pull these things out with our bare hands. So we tried getting shovels in there, but these things were in way too deep. We finally had to resort to actually getting trucks and these industrial chains and pulling these things out of the ground. You know what Paul is saying? My prayer is that your love for God and your experience of his love for you would be rooted so deep that nothing in your life would be able to pull that you would have a foundation of God's love in your life that is so firmly established that nothing could shift or break it in your life. There is a love that is so wide, that is so high, that is so long, that is so deep, that Paul says it surpasses knowledge itself. We can't even summarize God's love in words. Nothing can fully encapsulate it. Now, this is a hard thing for some people to really process because I know there's a lot of us out there who are just like me. We know God loves us on one level, but on another level, in the back of our minds, we're kind of wondering, I think God might be a little bit irritated at me still. I mean, he might love me, but I really don't know how much he actually likes me. This is what I love about the Christian faith. It is founded on the gospel. The good news. And this good news is that God's love for you is rooted so deep that he would stop at nothing to restoring and redeeming his own relationship with you. He went as far as the cross to die on your behalf. And not only that, he resurrected from the dead and now out of his love for you, he is offering that same resurrection to all of us. And you know what's so cool about this? Paul says, I want you to have this experience with God's holy people, with your spiritual family, This is the church, everybody. Can we just admit for a moment that it's so much more fun to do some things with family and friends? Every year, Nicole and I have this routine. We'll go to Chicago for Thanksgiving, and then we'll go to Tampa for Christmas, because that's where our families are at. And both of those places are fun on some level. You know, I enjoy going to the city. The beach is great. But you know what makes those times really special? The family. We're around our siblings. Our kids get to be around their cousins. It is just a special time. And what Paul is saying is as special as God's love is, this experience is even better with God's family. When you're with your brothers and sisters in Christ, I'm telling you guys, it's one thing to have a personal relationship with God. It's a whole other thing to be experiencing His love and power in community. And this is what I want for our whole church, a collective experience of the very presence, power, and love of God. Now, Paul finishes this whole thing out. He says that you may be filled to the measure of all, the fullness of God. I don't know if any of you guys remember this from a couple of years ago, but McDonald's actually had $1 drinks. It didn't matter what size the cup was. Now, I don't think they do that anymore. Maybe it's inflation or whatever, but they used to have $1 drinks. And so it didn't matter what the size was. And what always blew my mind when I would see this is I'd walk into McDonald's and there'd be somebody buying a small drink. And in the back of my mind, I'm like, dude, you can have a 32 ounce for the same price. What are you doing? And honestly, I think this is how we operate with God. We get a little Dixie cup of spirituality in our life we're like, okay, I think I got my fix. That, that satiated my thirst for God. And yet God is saying, I have a big gulp for you with free refills. I want you to have the full measure of all the fullness of my presence in your life. This is Paul's prayer. This is what I am praying for our church, that we would have an overflowing sense of the fullness of God in our community. Can we just dream for a moment? Can you imagine what it would look like to see a community of people experiencing this together? The presence and power of God, His very strength inside of us, the very presence of Jesus emanating out of our lives. The fullness of God flowing through us. Could you imagine what a church would be like if it had those things happening? I'm telling you, you would see people in your life that you never expected to encounter God, to have their lives totally transformed. We would have to have the baptismal constantly full of water with all of the transformation happening. I'm telling you, we would have students in our church pulsating, with the power of God and bringing that to their schools and turning it upside down for the gospel. There'd be neighborhoods ignited by the fire of the gospel and being transformed from the inside out. I'm telling you, some of your workplaces would be renewed with the love of God. There would be such an undeniable sense of the power and presence of God that the spiritual ripple effect from our community would flow into the rest of Colorado and the world. This is what I want for our church. This is what I want for you. Now, some of you hear this and you're like, okay, Brian. You sound a little passionate about this. This all sounds great. It's wonderful. I love the scripture, but let's be honest. This is a little unrealistic. I mean, this is an, ex- an exceptional situation. We don't see this in church very often. Let me say this, if this were totally up to us, I would agree with you. I'd say this is very exceptional. Actually, this is impossible if it we're all up to us. But what I love about this passage is how Paul finishes it out. Verse 20, Paul says, Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us, to him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. Here's the thing, everybody. This is not an issue of whether God can or cannot. Paul says he is able and this ultimately isn't even up to us it said it says it's his power working in us and ultimately it's all for his glory that is why i'm so confident that this is something that can happen in our community because ultimately this is God moving in and through us for his name for his fame for his glory in this world and hear my heart today everybody i am so grateful for everything that has happened in our church in this last year. It has been incredible. There is an undeniable sense of momentum and excitement and spiritual energy happening. And yet, you want to know what? I want more. I want more of God's presence. I want to experience more of His strength, His power. I I want more of his love flowing through my life and your life and our entire church community. I want immeasurably more. I want beyond anything we could ask or imagine. I want that for you. I want you to say in this next year, I couldn't have even imagined all the things that God was going to do in my life. It was beyond anything I could have ever expected. One thing I know as we head into New Year together is that there are so many circumstances that are gonna be outside of our control. But what I do know also is that we can decide today, this is going to be my year of spiritual gains. This is gonna be the best year I have ever had spiritually. I am gonna commit myself to this. I'm gonna make Paul's prayer my prayer because I want more. I want more of God. I want more of his purposes for my life. I want to see what he can do when I fully open my life up to him. So for all of us, let me just close by saying, there are so many opportunities we're gonna have this year to go on this journey together. Some of you, you might need to update your spiritual fitness plan. This is a great opportunity to take stock. Where are you really at? you got to step on your spiritual scale. And this might be a chance where you just got to be honest and say, okay, you know, I need to get back into a prayer rhythm. Mark it in your day. Put it in your calendar. Some of us, go find a Bible reading plan. Commit to it. Make it, again, a part of your rhythm as you go about your life. Some of us today, you need to just decide this year, this is going to be the year I really prioritize God and my church family. I'm going to make church a priority. If I don't have any massive things going on over the weekend, I am going to be with God's people and worship Him, and it's going to have a massive benefit on your life. I want to challenge some of you. We've talked earlier in the video about the welcome party. If you have not been to one yet, make it your goal to get to one this year. The next one's on January 22nd. Sign up if there's still some space, and I'm telling you, you will not regret diving into all the things God has for you in this church community. But let me just finish with this prayer that I want to pray over our church. I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power together with all the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ and to know this love that surpasses knowledge that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for tuning in to this week's message. If you would like to learn more about Northern Hills, you can go to nhills.org. You can also follow us online on Facebook, YouTube, or Instagram for more updates and events. We look forward to seeing you next week.